Hey guys, this is G and Christina, and you're listening to Radical Stepmoms, a podcast about the good, bad, and really ugly moments about raising a child that you didn't create. The two of us bonded over our stepmotherhood experiences, and we want our listeners to feel like you're sitting right here with us, drinking your beverage of choice, and going, yes, hell yes, me too. We get in-depth about the realities of co-parenting, the way stepmotherhood affects a marriage, the relationship with our stepkids, and most of all, navigating the relationship with ourselves. We get real and sometimes use profanity, so keep that in mind if you have little ears around. To make it simple, we'll always put the E for explicit in our title. So pour yourself a LaCroix, a glass of red, or whatever, and listen in on Radical Stepmoms. Hello, you are listening to Radical Stepmoms. This is Christina. And Gannett. Yay, happy 2020. We're back. We're back, season two. Season two. Yay. So exciting. So we are going to start off season two talking about something that comes up a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, the resentment we have with our husbands. <laughs> We're just going to jump right in. Right into it. I'm not going to waste Get any ready. time. I'm not going to waste any time. Raise your hand if you've ever been upset with your husband. <laughs> Me. <laughs> um, so, yes. We are going to be chatting about the resentment we have with our husbands um, when it comes to either how they handle issues with stepkiddos, how they handle situations with baby mama, mm-hmm. and what we do when our marriage, uh, or if you're not married, your relationship gets a little tense because of all the blended family drama right yes I was going to finish that sentence <laughs> we're tested a lot right so I was tested this weekend yeah you were tell us about it <laughs> <sighs> just kidding no. um so let's see on Friday night so it was a nice very long extended weekend but Friday night was fun we were having dinner hanging out my husband and I were drinking wine and um does he but, drink wine regularly side note yeah I got him into red wine now oh yeah, nice I know he just hopped right on board, so. I don't like to share my red wine. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. baby, you can go grab a beer. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. That's so a good idea. Hanging out, drinking your red wine. We are. And prior to, we stepped outside on the patio to have a discussion, but prior to that, well, let me just give a little bit of a disclaimer. So my stepdaughter, for those of you that are new listeners or need a reminder, she is six years old. And we, my husband has a full primary custodial parent. He is the full and primary custodial parent uh, right now while we're in the middle of court proceedings and all of that good jazz. Um, so, bio mom is not present. By that, I say... In every she, way, shape, or form. Exactly. <laughs> exactly, 100%. By that, I say she does not have any overnights currently. She has some visitation days, and within that... Time frame, she's still uh, an absent parent in our minds or in through our eyes. I mean, and, and through my stepdaughters as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so with that uh, could come a lot of different things. And though it's not, I wouldn't categorize it yet as behavioral issues, but my stepdaughter is smart enough to know how to play the game. Mm-hmm. So on Friday night, she uh, made a comment, and, I, and I, I honestly don't remember exactly what it was, but it was something around... Um, something she wanted to do or for me to to give her something get something for her which I normally do I um admittedly cater to the little girl for a lot of reasons uh primarily because she has a mom that 
doesn't give a shit. Right. Yeah. And so uh, I feel, you know, I'm trying to fill those voids. I'm trying to replace that role to a certain degree so she has a good, solid influence uh, of a mother figure. But that's... Let me just interrupt. That's a fucking lot to unpack. It is. It is. I mean, I know you're kind of like skimming over it right now. But like that feeling of because bio mom is not giving her what she needs, Mm -hmm. you are compensating and overcompensating. Overcompensating for her shortcomings. she (laughs) stepdaughter knows that. She recognized that. She explains it to you directly. Mm -hmm. And then... It comes down to like what you're about to describe. Of, right. Oh, you're gonna take that for granted? Yeah. Okay, now go. Yeah. <laughs> and let me just add to that. For those that again aren't familiar, when I say it's not present, um, I mean it's as detailed as food, hygiene. It's neglect. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's a definition of neglect. Emotional and and physical, physical basic needs, needs. neglect. Day to day needs. She's not able to provide. Uh, because she simply doesn't want to. Well, and even on her visitation days, she's not spending time with her. Mm-hmm. She gets off of school and she goes and hangs out at grandma's house. She's not even hanging with her mom during her visitation days. Right. So part of the time on the limited time she already does have, it's not even spent with her. Right. And if it is, she's in a separate room and kiddo's in a separate room doing her own thing and then she gets picked up. Yeah. Um, so, so with Friday. all of that being said, <laughs> on Friday, we, we had a little bit of a incident where she was being bossy and I've had this happen a couple of times before but I think I just had it on Friday and you know um lately what I've been posing to her the question I've been posing to her and throwing it back in her court is would you speak to your your real mom that way and she kind of looks at me with wide eyes like oh shit that's a good question mm-hmm. and she won't she's intimidated by her mother mm-hmm. um She's not, she doesn't feel comfortable. She's used she the words feel, feel safe. Yeah, she doesn't even feel comfortable asking her for food. Exactly. And for me, she'll ask me, and half of the time she doesn't even need to ask. We have meal times for her. We have snack. We have a routine. She's very well taken care of to the best of our abilities. Um, but she was bossy and demanding of me on Friday, and I was not happy with it. Mm-hmm. So I had a quick discussion with her, but mainly I wanted to address the issue with my husband because this is where I do have a little resentment here. He, he too knows. Mm-hmm. He too knows that his baby mama is shitty. Um, <laughs> point blank. She's not, uh, she's not a good uh, mother and her character as a whole is questionable. Uh, but that's as far as I'll go. With that being said, I, you know, I'd have a conversation and say, look, you know, I, I don't like how this conversation between me and stepkiddo went and explain to him the scenario. And his comeback was, yeah, I, I, I get what you're saying, but, you know, she looks to you like you're the, you're the only mom and that you provide her everything she needs and just, you know, giving me this spiel about, you know, things I already know and that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. But uh, I had to stop him and say, I don't care about that right now. That doesn't mean that she gets to walk all over you. Exactly. Just because I have the heart and the desire to provide for this little girl does not mean that I'm going to be met with an attitude. Mm -hmm. Because trust me, baby, you don't want to go down that route. Because would you let your biological child Absolutely not. Bio, stepkid, you're not going to talk to me like you run the place Mm -hmm. because you know that I'm most likely going to say yes, most likely going to give you cuddles, most likely going to... 
uh, treat you to surprises on the weekends and things like that, you know, um, because again, overcompensating. So to have that conversation with my husband, it almost took him, it was off, it took him off guard a little bit because he was expecting me to say, yeah, you know, she's had it rough and she has, this child has had it rough in regards to by a mom being absent, but where do I set my boundaries and say, I'm not going to be ran all over because it's not my fault. And I right. looked at my husband and I'm going to keep it honest. I said, you made a baby with this woman. Mm-hmm. You made that decision. Mm-hmm. Okay. So here I am years later trying to help continue to repair that. And it's not going to be my fault. And mm-hmm. I'm not, you're not going to put that on me mm-hmm. to say, well, you're, you're the mother that she needs and you're the mother that she looks to. And I and finally all that. found someone that can fit the role exactly. and be a good parent to my daughter. Right. Fuck that, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because it's like, at what point do you say to yourself, I'm, I'm more than happy to provide for this child. I'm more than happy. I don't, I don't do it for any other reason other than making her happy and to have a fulfilling childhood to the best of my ability. And you're an amazing person. And so how could you do anything different? Yeah, I have to, I mean, to be on her mom's level, I'm going to have to try really hard to be shitty. Like, I have to study right. to be shitty, right? but I mean, on her level, it's, it's, it's really bad, but like, uh, how can you deny it? And this is, I mean, in a, to give a visual, a six year old comes to you and says, mom, I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. Can I have some food? And she responds with, go get it yourself. Right. Exactly. Which means what trying to climb a counter and finding a random granola bar. And that's mm-hmm. all that's in the house because yep. nothing else is fucking there. Exactly. Like, yeah. And don't get me wrong, I'm no, you know, perfect parent and I have this amazing meal every single time. But if a child's hungry, you, you really need to respond to that. And if that means, hey, you can go in the fridge and get some yogurt until lunch is ready in about an hour. Mm-hmm. Or here's some fruit. Or mm-hmm. here are some of your fruit snacks that you love. Just options. Can you, I know we're segueing, but <laughs> can you tell the story about the chicken? Which chicken? When, oh, when she didn't have... Uh, Lunch oh, at oh. school. Oh, yeah. So, I was like, which chicken? The chicken that I made for the holidays? No, no, no. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. So, um, listen, I get it. We all have busy or hectic schedules. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... The hot mess There's some of us that are real. just... Like, it's, it's, I totally get it. When you're yeah. in a pinch, whatever. Mm-hmm. You might have had a rough morning. Maybe you had a rough evening and you forgot to pack your kids lunch. That's me being nice, okay? And so you create a solution. Damn it, I forgot to pack my kids' lunch. What can I get at the store? Can I get the prepackaged sandwich? Can I get a juice, a, a milk? A lunchable. A lunchable, a banana real quick from the produce section. I mean, really. So <laughs> on this particular day, a couple of weeks ago, um, my stepkiddo says, you know, uh, I asked her what she wanted for dinner in the bath. I said, did you want to have chicken tonight she says no I don't want to have chicken I already had chicken and I'm like oh but I thought you didn't have dinner with your mom which is a common occurrence and she says oh no I didn't have chicken for dinner I had it for lunch and I'm like oh you had chicken nuggets for lunch so you must have ate at the cafeteria today no my mom brought me chicken from the uh, store with the green roof on it the corner store so, y'all, let me explain what the store with the green roof on it. It is a corner store, okay? It is a store where you go to to get your snacks, to get your chips and your Gatorades. and your, where you go and you're Get your 40s and, and your the munchies. <laughs> <laughs> you get whatever you need. So, she brought her chicken from the deli. 
like, at the corner like store. A sack like a sack of bag of chicken. You know how when you go chicken. to Safeway or something and yeah, they give you that like plastic like, bag? Yeah, like the JoJo's. The JoJo's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of those situations. Like a sack full of chicken. Nothing else. Yeah, and some salt and maybe some, maybe some ketchup. Some, uh, yeah, ketchup. And it's like, you know, I just, I think so many things. One, it's probably I, all greasy. It's greasy. And like, Could you not put it in a lunchbox? And two, <laughs> everyone in the hall, including the kiddos in this kindergarten class, are like, dang, where's the fried chicken coming from? And you know that, that she had to show up to the school and hand it to the person at the front desk? Yeah. And then they had to hand deliver it to her classroom. Yeah. So someone had to hand deliver this bag of chicken. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and I know some of you may think, oh, at least she ate. And yes, at least yes, she ate. However. That is best. It is comical. And actually, I mean, you could even tell in my stepdaughter's face when she's telling the story that she found it to be odd. Yeah, a little bit. From the green roof, the corner store with the green roof. And y'all, I mean, I just, I just can't sometimes. Uh, and I just, I feel like in that case, that's where you're just not trying. You know, right. the corner store is literally by her grandma's house. You could have just gone to the grocery store yeah. and put in 10 more minutes of effort. Get a Lunchable and a Capri Sun, for fuck's sake. And a banana that costs 69 cents for one. I mean, uh -huh. just give her, try to give yeah. her a decent lunch. Or you could say, hey, call the school office. My daughter forgot her lunch today. She's going to have uh, lunch, lunch at the cafeteria, please. Mm -hmm. And there's that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So... So, That's back to your story. original story. <laughs> You're talking to your husband about how he thinks it's okay for for stepdaughter to... I'm really struggling not to say her name tonight. I'm I almost said it, too. Okay. Twice. <laughs> we have a bleep out button, so if that happens. <laughs> um, so, Jason was like, uh, you should just deal with it because she's had a shitty mom. and." Mm -hmm. And when I flipped it on him and said, you know, kind of what I said about my boundaries and what I'm willing to take on um, and reminded him mm -hmm. that this is the, his reality based on whom he decided to have a child with, it was almost like a deer mm -hmm. caught in the headlights. You know what I mean? And I don't say that to shame him or to upset him, but it's to remind him that this is her biological mother. This is the person that's creating all of these uh, challenges for her. And here I am, stepmom, and I'm willing to take it on. In fact, I feel like I've, I take on more than I ever thought I would in this role. Mm -hmm. But one thing I refuse to accept is just negative behavior or a bad attitude, especially when I'm going above and beyond. And the same would go for a child I had myself, mm -hmm. point blank. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I had to bring Well, and right you're teaching, in. you don't treat anyone like that. Right. Regardless of what you can get out of it or whatever, when you're, when she's into an adult, like, when she's an adult, you don't, that's not how you talk to people. Mm -hmm. That's not how you talk to people, you strangers, that's not how you talk to people you love. Like, you're, that's like a life fucking lesson. Mm -hmm. And You're going to learn it real quick. Yeah. And let me just share this, this is a little bit, well, it's, it's related, but quick story. So that happened Friday night. Well, on Sunday, the same thing happened to him. Or mm -hmm. he asked her a simple request. We were all going to be in the kitchen making snacks or lunch or whatever it was. And he asked her to pause the show that they were watching. And she responded with, well, you pause it. And girl, I just looked at my nails like, wait for it. <laughs> and my husband, you guys, he is a gushy, gushy daddy. He's got his little baby girl. Oh, my gosh. Wrapped around his finger. And she can just get manipulate the heck out of him. But um, I don't know if it was our conversation or just the way she said it. But let me tell you that he got stern. 
and she tried to you know get out of it but he made it very very clear that that is not acceptable that is not who you speak to how you speak to me uh or or to your stepmom and just kind of really laid into that being unacceptable and uh yeah she definitely got the message Mm -hmm. but more importantly (laughs) did he experience some of that right Mm -hmm. so he was able to feel it Mm -hmm. on his own where it's like Okay, so what's your excuse? Because you're bio dad. Yeah, right. Yep. Mm-hmm. So where do you... Where, and that's... Oh, that's where I feel like we have... Like, my husband and I, we have such a hard time. Like, because the lines are so blurry, right? Like, when our kiddo treats... When he treats me no different than he treats Jake, Jake's like, oh, like, he sees you as mom. Like, you're mom. You're no different than me. And I'm like, okay, but I am fucking different than you. Right. And I don't want to take on all the shit. And so it's like, yeah, like I feel good at the same time of like, <coughs> yeah, I'm no different. And I'm, I, my stepmom emotions are like, I'm accepted and I'm like, and I'm, you know, feeling like I have a, real role in it like I'm feeling so validated yeah but at the same time when shit like this happens I'm like no <laughs> like I don't want to be like I'm different right <laughs> well and, and the reality of it is we are yeah you know what I mean so yeah it gets tricky um and I know kids are gonna be kids so what did what sorry what did what did Jason say about like how he how did he feel about that? Did he go back to Friday night and be like, yay, like, yeah, that really fucking sucked. Like he, yes, he, he back, walked it back. <laughs> Excuse me, guys, I'm coughing. Drink my um, wine. <coughs> right? <coughs> Solution. Um, yeah, that tastes good. <laughs> yay, I'm back. Okay. He walked it back, but I think what, what he did say to me was, you're right. I think she needs more reminders. Mm-hmm. And you know what it is? It's uh, when a kid just is getting so much, they just don't know the limits. Right. And that's that's for us to remind her mm-hmm. of those limits. She's seeing the extremes. Mm-hmm. She sees where she's safe. She sees where she gets her needs met. She sees where she gets her wants met. Mm-hmm. Not just her needs. Because you guys go, you don't just feed her and bathe her and keep her free from lice. Right. You take her bowling. You take her to birthday parties. You take her to play dates. You do all these things. She's with, her. with me most of the weekend. Just you a lot of times, get her nails, nails done. done. She's like my little yeah. sidekick, and yeah. so and, and that's where I blame myself a little bit, right? So I have to uh, remind myself that it's okay for her to not have an exciting, a full exciting right. weekend, which is kind of what I did this past weekend. Right. Um, I even went as far as. Today, thinking about, we had a discussion about getting nails done, you mm-hmm. and I, earlier. Mm-hmm. And I said to myself, I'm going to set an appointment, and I'm not going to take <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Bleep. <laughs> um, it's okay. <laughs> Keep we'll going. have to bleep that out. <laughs> Keep Darn, going. I was doing so good. Keep okay. Going. But <clears throat> it goes as far as I have to think in advance. Like, just because I'm going to treat myself to my nails or... I am going to go to Starbucks and get coffee on a Sunday afternoon that she necessarily needs to tag along with me um, because I know she's not getting any of these special 
one-on-one time with her with her biological mom and that's a space that I need to sit in and not feel bad about Mm -hmm. so that's some self-reflection that I've had to do Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then include your husband in those conversations absolutely those in in the self-reflection because they need to be we need to be on the same page where you know I our kiddo doesn't have the amount of neglect and all that kind of stuff but I I know that I meet his emotional needs Mm -hmm. more than anyone else in his life and it's a lot of like weight to carry it's a lot of pressure because sometimes I'm like I don't have the space for it dude right like I want someone else to step in and fucking do this because I don't have that biological bond and I know I've talked about it before I have my daughter and I know what that is and sometimes I want to step back here's the thing we don't talk about maybe enough in our (laughs) social media of like of the pressure of I want to step back and it's not like the guilt or whatever it's that I fucking like actually can't step back because mm-hmm. I'm the only person providing this mm-hmm. and that's where the resentment comes in with my husband is I'm like can you like figure this out on your own a little bit can you be emotionally there for your kid can you like pack a lunch pack a fucking lunch <laughs> <laughs> Like, can you, it's the, it's so often I see of stepmoms know when to step back. Mm -hmm. I don't have any fucking problem figuring out when I need to step back. Right. It's, I literally feel like I can't step back because Mm -hmm. shit will go to hell (laughs) if I do. And that's not the person you are. No, that's not. It's, it's, you know, when like, you know, uh, the post this week. When I, when I said, quote, uh, it's not your place. Mm-hmm. Which was a really a good you. one. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not your place. Okay. <clears throat> I'm explaining that no one gets to tell me where my place is. Right. No one gets to do that. My mom doesn't get to do that. Uh, society doesn't get to do that. Nope. My husband doesn't get to. I actually decide where my place is. Yep. Point blank. Yep. But... Don't mistake that for lack of boundaries. Mm -hmm. I have boundaries. I know that my stepson does have a relationship with his mother. And there are things that I don't want to get involved in. There are things that I don't give a shit about. Mm -hmm. Of, yeah, go do that with her. Go have this first experience. Go do this. Whatever. That's fine. It's more of um, the... I, it's the opposite of I want to be less involved mm-hmm. and I want my husband to be more involved because just like your husband, they found these women mm-hmm. that have the capability mm-hmm. far different than the person they made a child with mm-hmm. and they're like, perfect, done, golden, mm-hmm. I don't have to do anything else anymore Everything, stars have aligned. I struggled. <clears throat> this is great. She's got it handled. Mm-hmm. And my husband has said that to me before. Well, you have it handled. Mm-hmm. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Really? They've actually, my husband too has verbalized it. I will sick all of my stepmom friends on you, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Do not tell me I have it fucking handled. Yeah. I have a group message of people. <laughs> 
keeping me sane right every goddamn day yep to keep things handled yeah it's not easy just because i make it look easy doesn't mean that it's fucking easy mm-hmm. i'm just that good right <laughs> exactly it cheers to that <laughs> so what does it look like if have you ever stepped back or have you ever said you're going to step back and what what does it look like in terms of jake stepping up yeah um there have been times I feel like it fluctuates I feel like I get really puffy sometimes and I'm like yeah I'm stepping back you can handle this most of it has been in, in the areas that I've stepped back has been um, interactions with bio mom mm-hmm. where that's where our tension is most like I can handle the parenting things of how my husband and I parent our kid both kids <laughs> I can handle that when shit gets really fucking irritating is when bio mom is a constant presence in our house. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, we need to evict her because it is too much. 30 day notice. <laughs> and, and that's where him and I have the most tension. And so where I've stepped back is when I have been like, all right. There's been this email that needs to be responded to. Um, I'm done uh, climbing up your ass and reminding you that we need to respond to this because I hate being the side that's prolonging something. Mm-hmm. I hate being the side that I hate her waiting for us. When she sends an email, I'm like, let's get on it. Fuck her. Let's get it right. Because it takes her so long. And mm-hmm. I don't want to I don't want to contribute to that. Right. But my husband doesn't want to talk to her. He doesn't want to engage. Can he you blame him? No, but yeah. it's like, I, know. <laughs> I feel like responding, we're always like one step ahead. We're always like, it's like, to me, it's like a, a game. Mm-hmm. And then, so I've had to, over time, depending upon the variables and stuff, been like, okay, this email's been sitting here. It needs to be responded to. This is the last time I'm going to say something about it. And then just let it go. Yeah. And I mean, I've gone so far as being like, hey, here's a draft to the email. Review it. Let me know if we can hit send. <laughs> like, because I am so OCD and I'm so organized and Did like, it. it's hard. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> let me just say, I'm like that with everything in my life because <laughs> when there's like DMs in our messages, like, I'm like, oh my God, I need to respond to them. They're dri- it's driving me crazy that I haven't responded. Like, I've read it, but I haven't responded. Like, it just drives me crazy. I'm like that with anything. So, it, it, like, that's where I've stepped back the most, where I'm like, okay, I can't, this is driving me crazy. It's on him. It's on him. I need to focus on other things. Yeah. When it comes to buy a mom, that is where I have to just disconnect. Because I can't, because that's who's not in my house. Mm -hmm. It's hard to disconnect from shit when it's, asking me for snacks <laughs> and playing with his younger sister's little baby sister's toys. toys yes like i can't yeah. i can't that's what's hot that's what i don't understand about some of these like stepmoming like stepmom advice mm-hmm. is like when they're saying step back like just disengage like i personally like sure that can be really great advice but how Right. How do I step back when it's walking around my house? Mm-hmm. How do I step back when it's not putting dishes in the dishwasher? <laughs> right. How do I step back when it's 
talking back to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't do that. The only... It personally, the only way that I know that I can step back is when it's engaging with dipshit. Right. <laughs> which all oh, the names, <laughs> which is what we call her. Mm-hmm. Sure do. Which, by the way, that story, those stories were just too. Oh, funny. that was amazing. That was just too entertaining. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. I'm just really happy that Satan is one of them. <laughs> or Cuntosaurus. Cuntosaurus, girl. I'm Shout out to you. That. <laughs> that was good. I laughed out loud on that one. I'm like, oh boy. Um, but, but going back to what you're saying, how can you step back when you have a home that you want to run mm-hmm. alongside your husband and have it function and have it operate the way you would like yeah. it to? Yeah. Because if you just sit back mm-hmm. and shit falls to shit, mm-hmm. <laughs> then what happens? Yeah, and that's and that's again like some of the advice. With blended families and stuff, it is, it, it's so focused on that. And I get it. There is a need for that. And to me, stepping back is like in small little doses mm-hmm. of, hey, babe, <clears throat> I'm going to leave you with the kids this weekend. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go over to my friend's house. Mm-hmm. And that means like for like at most six hours, mm-hmm. you can fucking manage. Mm-hmm. Like that to me is stepping back. Stepping back is self-care, but... It's not permanent. Like, and that's what I feel, you know, like, like there's, it, and it is so dependent on your own comfort level and the way that, you know, you run your home and everything is unique to each individual. So not everyone's going to feel the same, sure. but I, I feel like the, the main message that we're given is like, oh, this is hard to step back. Mm-hmm. It's not fucking easy. Stepping back means letting go of control. Right. Stepping back means watching shit go to shit because you're not there. Like, when I... I've, I think I've done this before where, like, because my stepson, as I've talked about many times, high needs, he has a lot of, you know, stuff going on, where I've kind of... I've stepped back without really expressing that, where I'm just like, you know what, I'm just going to let this go and see if anyone handles it. Mm -hmm. I think it was related to school and something like that. I chose something that wasn't going to be detrimental, like it's not going to harm my son. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, it's going to be enough to be like, oh shit, we totally didn't fucking, we totally let this drop. Mm -hmm. And that's what happened. And I'm like, "Uh Mm uh-huh. That's what happened. Yep. It totally went to shit because I wasn't there reminding and signing forms and doing this and doing that and like what yeah (laughs) yeah it will fall to shit and it's it's hard because well let me just say you know I think what we're discussing is a topic that I don't know maybe not everyone's willing to discuss when you talk about resentment towards your spouse it's not a fun topic no but we we have to have these conversations because we have layers, layers to this, right? Um, mm-hmm. And I think that um, I forget what I was gonna say around that. <laughs> Cheers, baby. Cheers. <clears throat> not, uh, not things many people talk about resentment towards your husband. It's really hard to talk about those things. Yes, and well, and going back to your stepping back thing. I mean, it's just. Um, 
it's easier said than done is really mm-hmm. what a re- really what I wanted to say. It's easier said than done. I mean, um, when, it's not even just a person, but it's a child. And mm-hmm. when you have some sort of or all the time or 50% of you are parental responsibility. And you are fucking in it. Mm-hmm. And you are an amazing human being that cares about this child not only because it's a child but because it's your spouse's child and you've been involved and, and whatever like when you're in it mm-hmm. like it's not easy to just step back and the the boundaries and the the all that shit gets super blurry because you're expected to be like oh treat this kid like it's your kid mm-hmm. but not too much Right. Don't treat them too much like they're kidding mm-hmm. because don't cross the line. That's not your that's not your role, right? And that's you know whatever. But then, oh, you're also supposed to be treated like shit because they are not treated very well with bio mom. Mm-hmm. But you're not bio mom. Don't forget that you're not right, bio right, right. mom. <laughs> don't just a reminder. But but also do everything that bio mom should do. Right. So. And, and I think that's the thing, that's the other part I was going to come to is being able to have these conversations with your partner about, you know, because I think the word resentment can be scary to a lot of people. Like, oh my gosh, you hold resentment. Uh, it's not that we hold her or carry it. Trust me, what I'm saying here right now, my husband's heard me say to him directly. Um, just because these are things that I have to work through. These are things that we have to work through as a couple. Um, because, yes, I do look at him. A lot of days, I was going to say sometimes, but a lot of days and think, what the fuck were you thinking? (laughs) I mean, really? (laughs) You know what I mean? Uh I think a child is a beautiful, Mm -hmm. a beautiful, it's, it's, I haven't experienced it myself, uh, but it's just a beautiful thing to create a life Mm -hmm. and to sign up to take care of a life. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the most important job anyone can have, in my opinion. Um, So when I think about, in our case, bio mom, my resentment Sometimes when I have challenging days is, would we be here Mm. Mm -hmm. if you hadn't chose her Mm -hmm. to have a child with? I don't know. Because I don't know anything different. Mm -hmm. But that's my truth. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. And it's hard to, I think uh, Jake and I talked about this in our episode last season, was it's hard when I express those feelings to him because he, well... And for those who don't know, my husband was never married to Bio Mom. If you've ever watched the movie Knocked Up, <laughs> that's well, essentially what fucking happened. Well, Seth Rogen, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's essentially what happened. Minus the whole stoner thing. Um, I mean, my husband was is not like that. Um, and he didn't try as hard as Seth Rogen did, to be completely <laughs> honest. Like... Seth Rogen, like, bought the books and, like, did all that stuff. No. And it ended in a, in a happy way uh, that was not their fairy tale. <laughs> so, if you've ever watched that movie, that's essentially what we're dealing with here. Um, and so there was no, like, chemistry. There was no nothing. And so I look at my husband sometimes and I'm just like, how did you make this decision? Why did you not wear a fucking condom? Mm-hmm. One split second situation and you have now affected the entire rest of our lives. (laughs) Now I did choose this life, but it, it, and so it's hard for him to hear that from me because he's also kicking himself. Mm -hmm. He's also being like, I know, but what am I supposed to do about it? So Mm -hmm. I have to be gentle 
Absolutely. With him and stuff because my resentment is his, I don't want to say regret um, because he loves his son. Mm-hmm. But could he go back and choose a different person and have it be me? Yeah. <laughs> and only me. Now. And only me? Yeah. Um, speaking of, so we are, you mentioned, I just want to talk about, um, well, let me, uh, yeah, before you finish that thought, yes. can I just add to yes. that? Because you said something that's really important for us to focus on, too, is you said you chose this life. Yes. And so did I. We all chose this life. Um, but here's what I will say. I think that um, sometimes you don't, you don't get the full story. Yeah. By that, I mean you don't really, um, thank you. Yeah, we're pre-flying, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Refill's happening right now. Um not that you don't get the full story of what your partner and his situation comes with, but um, perhaps you don't know the depths of the issues that baby mama or the, the, the stuff on the other side. You don't really learn that. With time, you learn that. And for me, I will say that was the case. So I just I want to go back to that and right. say we do choose this for ourselves. But while we, we were choosing it and really right. saying I do, we didn't really quite know what we were saying mm-hmm. I do too. Yeah. yeah. In my mind, I thought... Things will get better. This is a phase. Mm -hmm. This is a transition for Mm -hmm. this situation, what have you. Uh, Unfortunately, it progressively got worse, and to my surprise. And you have faith in, and that's the thing, like, what you have faith in the other person. You have faith in the bio mom being like, you're a mom. Mm -hmm. You are, you know, care about your kid. You're going to make whatever. But you don't actually know who you're getting into a co-parenting situation with. Mm-hmm. Like, regardless of what the custody is or the any of that, you are in a relationship in some capacity with their ex. Gross. And I made the decision to be with my spouse. Mm-hmm. I did not make the decision to be tied to her right. for the rest of my fucking life. Right. And that is where I get pissed off about my situation where it's like, I thought you were going to be a decent person. I didn't mm-hmm. know you were going to make this fucking harder than it needs to be. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. just take care of your kid. Right. Pay your daycare bills. Simple. Bitch. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's, it's not that hard. Just pay for like, daycare. <laughs> take your kid to counseling. Yeah. What? Right. But yeah. And same yeah. for me. I mean, a couple of years ago, you, you know, well, a few years ago in the beginning, I thought, this is a shitty person. She's making poor decisions, but it's a phase. Mm-hmm. You know, people go she's going through it. You need to figure it out. She'll get it together. So, baby mama drama, been there, done that type right. crap. But not one ounce of progress since then. And so this is this is where we're at. And this is when you really realize your reality. Mm-hmm. You're like, dang. Like, yeah, when you feel like you're in too deep to turn around. Exactly. Like, is someone gonna pull me a rope? Because this. Sand is fucking pulling me in. Listen, I mean, yeah. So, anyway, I just wanted to touch on that. Yeah. Is that we just we did choose this life, but we didn't know exactly. And that's the hard thing because it's like, if we did know, would we made would we have made this choice? Yeah, that's hard. It's hard. It's hard to sit with when you love the person that you want to be with, right? But they come with this fucking baggage to right. carry, right? Because you know it, and we chose our men. Uh huh. We chose the children mm-hmm. naturally Which, because they I come. like those too. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> that's more than fine. We didn't choose the, all the extra stuff. Yeah, and that's yeah. you know that's never fun. 
So, <clears throat> what I was going to lead into was... Um, oh, yeah, I'm sorry I interrupted you. No, it's <laughs> fine. It's a good segue. Um, one of the comments on today's post in particular, because um, in my caption of the post, I had uh, kind of given some praise, I guess, to my husband in that we have good conversations where he um, listens to actually hear me and he is compassionate and um, for the most part as much as he can be understanding of my perspective and my role and we have um, some breakthroughs and I mean not to say that we're perfect and we definitely have our blowouts and I get really fucking mad sometimes <laughs> Me but too. Um, there was a comment made and uh, it was like giving praise to my husband and that you know mm -hmm. that they that that particular person doesn't have the same situation and they have a more difficult time talking to their spouse and um, I get that a lot in the conversations that I have with the stepmoms through uh, email or DMs where I'm giving you know my insights or guidance um, you can call it advice but at the same time, it's, I don't live your life. Mm -hmm. I don't, I'm not going to be a subject to the consequences of the decisions that you make. So you can listen to me and you can take it into, you know, take it to thought and all that stuff. But I, yeah, I, I'm just giving my perspective, take it as you will. Mm -hmm. But so, what I'm finding is that so much of it has to do not only with blended family issues, but it has so much to do with the relationship you have with your spouse and Absolutely. that is unique and that is special and that is um, something that has to be developed and worked through mm -hmm. just like any other relationship. Right. And because it's a blended family dynamic, it's, a, it's so much harder because... You are already parenting right off the bat with your partner, whether you are active or not active. <laughs> yeah. Like, you can be super involved or not super involved. You are parenting with your partner. Because mm -hmm. you are alongside them in some capacity as they're raising another child. And that is different than traditional relationships where it's just two people who fall in love. Mm -hmm. And then they decide to have a baby. Mm -hmm. And then they get to go through all the how do we parent shit together. Yeah. Like, so, I guess my point is, um, work on your relationship outside of what it's like to be in a blended family. Mm -hmm. Just like any traditional relationship does, go to therapy, mm -hmm. read relationship books. I'm a huge Gottman fan. If you yes. don't know John Gottman, mm -hmm. look him up. Um, I'll put his website in the details of this episode. Right. My husband and I um, went to a John Gottman, the Gottman Institute um, marriage workshop back in October, and it was amazing. It was, um, so first of all, he's, uh, okay, backstory, psychologist, him and his wife have this institute. They've been studying marriages for the past 20 some years. They can predict divorce by spending like less than 15 minutes with a couple um, based upon how they interact with each other. It's fucking straight up magical, psychological, psychological, yeah. psychological <laughs> <laughs> science. Um, and there's 
plenty of books. There's lots of shit that's good and whatever. So my husband and I, um, our anniversary, our wedding anniversary is in October. So we decided that it would be a wonderful time to go to one of his workshops. And so we spent two days um, working on each other. And I cried a lot. Mm. My husband, he sometimes listens to the podcast, so I don't know if he'll care, but he cried too. <laughs> Jake. And it was a lot of, like, good shit. So, mm. like, invest in your relationship and um, have those date nights. Have mm-hmm. those times where you talk to each other about non-blended family shit mm-hmm. and in, in, invest in that because, like... I, I've said this before where you're, you're working backward when you're in a blended family. Absolutely. You are, you, you get into the blended, and once you make that decision, it's like, okay, here we are. We have a kid involved. Cool. By the way, maybe we should get to know each other. Right? What's your like, favorite color? What's, yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it can get so complicated and so high tension because of all the different dynamics that come into the situation. And, and it's hard not to have it be such a focus or such a topic, mm-hmm. you know, a hot topic in the home because that's your yeah. reality. You and if you I mean? already don't have, like, a good foundation in how you communicate mm-hmm. or how you acknowledge each other's feelings or how you listen to each other or how you validate one another, like, if you already don't have that established, it gets really fucking hard when you're talking about these really intense Yep. situations when as the stepmom you're like I need to feel validated in my role I need to have you back me the fuck up mm-hmm. when it comes to buying a mom telling me that it's not my place to show up to a fucking recital yeah. like that is not okay I need you to step up and be there for me in these moments and if you don't have that establishment of this is how we communicate this is how you validate me this is how you can support me this is how you know, whatever. And if you as an individual don't know how to express your needs, like it's so fucking complicated. Yeah, (laughs) it is. It is. So what I'm saying is one journal. Yeah. (laughs) Clinician talk. Journal. I know, right? Get out a journal. It's 2020, it's January. It's still t- it's still prime time for making resolutions. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You know, you know, like just I don't know. When it comes to the resentment of our husbands, and so much of it is inner work, mm-hmm. and then communicating to your spouse. Mm-hmm. And you did a good job of that earlier today, if you don't mind me sharing about acknowledging your husband and supporting you. Do you remember that earlier today? No. What did I say? We were having lunch. It was a beautiful restaurant. <laughs> I can just set it up here. No. Well, we were having lunch, and, and we were talking about the post that you uh, put out today uh, mm-hmm. and in reference to the, the having a supportive partner and oh, all uh-huh. that. And you reminded your husband of something. I don't know what the verbiage was, but you said something about his role in being supportive with you. Oh. And he responded with something very sweet. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Is it ringing a bell? I'm like, it's on my heart, so (laughs) hold on. (laughs) Yes. So I shared with my husband, um, because, I mean, he sees our social media and stuff. He's fully aware. Um, 
and I shared with him the comment that I mentioned earlier of someone giving him praise and saying, you know, he's listening. And, and then my husband responded and said, that that is true. I try really hard to mm-hmm. be there for you and to be attentive to your needs. However, I know and I'm fully aware that I fail in a lot of ways. And I am aware that I fail, even though I don't know, I don't always know where I'm mm-hmm. failing. I know that I'm failing. So he acknowledged, like, like, thank you for you know giving me that praise. Though I know that I could be better, mm-hmm. and I know that I'm not supporting you fully. And that to me just sit, sat with me and was like, at least he's fucking aware. <laughs> it sat with me, and it's not my husband. And I'm like, right? yes, Jake. Like, at least you're aware. And, yes. And, and that right there just leaves it open where I can be like, hey. And, and I do do this. Mm-hmm. I do this where, you know, he'll come home, and I'm, like, flustered and all this stuff. And I, and I just communicate straight up. Hi, welcome home. Would you like a beer? Do you need to go to the bathroom? What do you need to do? Okay, cool. This is what I need from you because I've been fucking home for an hour and a half already with both kids and they're both driving me crazy and this is what you need to be doing right now. Yes. Like that, I, I try and communicate that, but sometimes I don't or I try to be more passive with how I'm communicating and whatever. So it's both sides mm-hmm. of he, he was very sweet in his response it was and 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 it it stood out to me in regards to you just in the moment sharing something with him Mm -hmm. and his response to you was something not only um something supportive and validating but also acknowledging that he's not perfect and he's Mm -hmm. doing the best he can and he recognizes and he sees you so Mm -hmm. good for him for saying that yeah 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 um so when we talk about marriage and we talk about our relationships and whatever. I would just, I'm again acknowledging that all relationships are different. Um, and I, my husband and I, when we got married, we were very communicative in what marriage meant to us and what we wanted it to be like and the trajectory of our relationship. Um, and we, had those conversations of our ideals. And I feel like that that is one of the reasons why we communicate the way that we do um, and that we yell at each other the way that we do. (laughs) (laughs) Because we're not living up to some ideals. Um, So I guess I'm just encouraging people that um, when you're having these really hard conversations and you're having these really icky feelings about your partner to sit with them and first observe internally like why you're having these emotions why they're triggering you the way that they are Mm -hmm. um and then figure out a way to communicate them effectively to your partner Mm -hmm. and if your partner is not open to receiving them then that's the second problem right um and that's again why i think john gottman is so great (laughs) So give you the tools. Look into that. Because um, blended family, again, is one subject, but shit, man, it always boils down to uh, relationships. And um, that's the foundation of it all. So, you know, blended family books are great. Blended family blogs and resources are all great. 
but always come back to the relationship that started it all because if you strengthen that if you strengthen the roots and that foundation um i feel like the rest just kind of falls into place absolutely so I can't there's my I feel like I'm on a box right now. I'm gonna stoop down. <laughs> I swear Gottman Gottman is not paying me for this, no. although he should. This is not an ad <laughs> and this is not sponsored. <laughs> um but I, I do wanna wrap up with just something well, two things really quick. Um I think we're wrapping up. Are we wrapping up? Yeah, I just made good. that executive yeah. decision. Yeah, we're wrapping up. So two things. One I want to clarify. I did say my step stepmother, excuse me, stepdaughter's name, but um, we're gonna bleep that out, you guys. Mm-hmm. So if you're wondering what that is, just know that we are in the middle of court proceedings, and for just legality reasons, and just to protect her from everything, because this is not um, specifically about her, but about my experience as a stepmom. Mm-hmm. So just kind of understand. That's what that loud noise will be. That's what that now loud noise, noise will be or was. <laughs> Um, so I just wanted to explain that a little bit, uh, because her name doesn't matter. It's, it's more about just what's going on. But, um, and then secondly, I want to take this opportunity in 2020 to cheers my girl, Christina. Ding. Y'all heard that. Uh, primarily because what you guys see online, you guys, what you see on our Instagram, Radical Stepmoms, is all Christina. I'm going to get emotional. I don't know why. <laughs> But um, I love doing this podcast. It was a brilliant idea of ours. And I'm not going anywhere. But I just want to, um, going back to this, this is something we love and enjoy doing. But I, um, in regards to social media, I'm just weird. People might think I'm weird. (laughs) I'm certainly not an introvert. But I can't get with the social media thing. It's not my thing. I feel weird. I'm not quite sure. I'm still exploring that about myself. Even though I'm well into my 30s, I'm a grown-ass woman. There's something about social media that just makes me feel a little uncomfortable. And are you a millennial? Me... Are you considered a millennial? Or are you... Borderline. Borderline? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. So I just, I can't really, um, I, I don't grasp it as much. So you'll see me very minimally on, or you have seen me very minimally because Christina does it all, you guys majority of it other than a few posts where you know maybe i'm quoted or there's a photo of me the content the skill the creativity the time and dedication is all her so mm-hmm. i want to give accolades to you thanks and put it out there online you know I, I appreciate when you guys say thank you to us or you ladies um and if you're listening to the podcast i welcome that but if you're talking about the content and the energy that's put into the Instagram page, that's 100% Christina. Uh, you know, we keep it real on the show, so I want to keep it real all the time. You may see it rebranded here in the near future as Christina takes her creativity in whatever direction <laughs> she desires. But I just, not to get all crazy emotional and, and go on, but when you see the post, when you see the thoughtful quotes and the, and the inspirational uh, just messages that are, uh, I'm so proud to see women engaging in. That's all Christina, you guys. So mad props to her. I love her. It's my girl. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. You're and so sweet. <laughs> I know. Oh, my God. So that's all I have because I've had wine and I'm a little emotional. So just wanted to say that from me to all of you listeners and more importantly to you. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, I love doing the Instagram. I um, 
and I enjoy the social media part. So I have tried to string you along. <laughs> ying and yang. <laughs> <laughs> but I totally respect that you have more, um, I don't know, is it privacy? Or is it just, yeah, yeah you're just not, I yeah. A, I think it's I a childhood it. thing yeah. or something. I don't a know, I'm of, figuring it out. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of my inspiration, though, though, does come from our conversations. Mm-hmm. And the conversations that I have with other stepmoms, too, um... And the conversations that I have with followers, like I really love engaging with mm-hmm. everyone that sends us DMs. I feel so honored mm-hmm. to be a part of your journey, and I love, especially the um, one-on-one chats mm-hmm. that I have. The people that schedule time to just chat with me, it feels like I've never, I've never had an awkward conversation. It's, it's always feel like I've chatted with a girlfriend and. Mm-hmm. Um, I just really love engaging with this community and, um, I responded to one DM the other night that, um, she, you know, was giving me praise and just, you know, thanking for this platform. And I felt almost like weird thinking, like, or receiving that Mm -hmm. because I'm like, thank you. Like, yeah, this is, it, it's, I enjoy it and I want to help people. And I told I told her, I said, five years ago, I felt so alone and I felt completely lost and I had no one to talk to other than my family and friends who had no idea what I was going through. Mm -hmm. And so if I can be just a little bit of light for someone who's going through that to make someone feel less alone, Mm -hmm. like that to me is worth it. Yeah. Like I just, that, I, I can go to sleep at night and be happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you guys, she really does. Not only is she good at it, and I and I try to praise her. I'm like, girl, you got this. But uh, but she really enjoys it. Yeah, you I really, really, it. truly And do. I care about everyone that I talk to, and I love the yeah. conversations that come out of these posts, and I love when people are tagging other people and they're you know having these conversations back and forth, even if they don't always agree with each other, that they're sharing their experiences and sharing resources and stuff. Like That is why we wanted to start this in the first place. Mm-hmm. I think... The Instagram page page is just kind of, you know, the little sister to the podcast, which is, you know, what happens in between the episodes mm-hmm. and it creates the conversations that lead to the episodes. So, um, yeah. So thank you for the accolades and, of course. um, I enjoy it and love it. So, um, yeah, if you are chatting to someone on the Instagram page, it's mainly me. <laughs> I do better in person. Yeah. I promise. <laughs> But she is the brains behind it all, y'all. <laughs> all right. We are going to wrap up episode one, one of season, season two. two. So as always, send us a DM. Send me a DM. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Do I say me now? Say you. <laughs> say me. Say I'm me here in the background. But you get the emails too. So anyways, uh, let us know if you have any questions, comments. We love to hear from you. If you are listening to this today, let us know. Tag us on social media. We want to see that you're listening. Um, we love you. Thank you. Thank and you. And stay radical. Bye. Thank you for listening to Radical Stepmoms. If you enjoyed this episode, please give us a like in the app and share our podcast with your fellow stepmamas. You can also follow us on our Instagram page at Radical Stepmoms Podcast or if you have any questions or ideas, we would love to hear from you and you can email us at radicalstepmomspodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm.